The Dropback with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Hello and welcome back to the Dropback Podcast. I'm Sam Lewis and joined today by Matt Burns Peak and Joe Costanzo. How are you doing, boys? Pretty good. Feeling fine and slightly sleep deprived from watching the late game. I was going to say. Worth it, it though. Yeah. Great games. Good to have Two you in the house, sets Joe. Of great games. Yep. Here live in person. I'd love to see it. Yeah. We weren't in person. Which well, is... now we are. Oh, we are now in person. I thought you meant we you were in the games in person. sitting in front of each other. We are. That's Look at that. Squeak. You were within touching distance of it. Mm. Right, let's get to the first game. The Cincinnati Bengals came from behind in a shocking victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, what do we think of this one, fellas? Weird. It was fairly weird. I thought that the Bengals looked really weak in the first half and just mm. looked like they were going to fold over, especially with their defence. And then slowly but surely they got some turnovers in the second half and like Joe Burrow just sort of came alive. I think he ended up with like 340 yards on the day. Yeah. Bengals defence did a good job in the second half. They did yeah, too. They they, did. Yeah, they do deserve a lot of credit for that. I, I thought, I mean, my endearing takeaway from the game, or enduring takeaway sorry, from the game was more... It's pretty endearing though, isn't pretty it? Pretty endearing, yeah. Um, it was almost like Kansas City was the opposite of what we've seen them do before you know it it, it sort of reminded me like the complete antithesis of that Houston game where they came out super slow went down by loads early and then mm. managed to claw it back by playing really well on both sides of the ball it was almost like they did the opposite of that they started really really well in this game and then oh, I just that second half is just nothing worked I mean I think it was a combination of I don't think Pat Mahomes had his best game no I'd think. say he had a pretty pretty terrible game mm. I'll go as well in the, in the second half, especially. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, first half, he looked like first he was half was, lights first out. First half was normal Pat Mahomes, right? But second half, some of the decisions in terms of when to try and scramble around in the pocket and and when to just he was not giving to do up on too plays, much, yeah. Like, yeah. Scrambling around and like he was doing this thing where he just used to just twist around like three sixty seven twenty and mm. like try and run and escape the pocket. And I, I feel like. There was a few opportunities, especially on first down when McKinnon was like rushing for seven or eight yards. Yeah. I felt that they could have followed it up with another McKinnon yeah. run. And they just mm. went, he would just run on first down it's and like, then they just give it to Pat Mahomes again. The, the Chiefs like, sort of have this tendency to like, when they panic, they all panic and the play calling goes out the window and they're like, yeah. oh shit, we're, we're losing like control of this. We need to start up. throwing the ball they again. They forgot that they were up. And it's yeah. like the classic thing that I remember we've said since the Atlanta choke. Uh, in the Super Bowl, was like, oh, you just forget that you're you're up and you can just run the ball. We control. Yeah, exactly. The you're game. you're the one in the driving seat in this yeah. scenario. Yeah, and it, to be honest, it was like what's worked for Kansas City over the last few weeks when they've got back to this good form again is that Mahomes has been taking well, like what the defense gives him. Mm. Yeah, and the Bengals did a good job. Like first of all, dropping an extra guy into coverage that helped a lot. Yeah. But Mahomes, mm. when that first guy wasn't there, and then later in the half when he sort of was. It's like, it's like he panics, like, oh, I need to make big plays because that first takeaway hasn't been there. Yeah. Um, Matt, we did we discussed this after the game, how unlike last week when the Bills were getting pressure on him, and almost like what the Chiefs were doing to Burroughs, like they're getting instant pressure, but there's escape lanes. Yeah. What the Bengals, and particularly Hendrickson, do, they sort of like mm. did the old Patriots thing when they like sort of crushed the pocket slowly around him. Exactly. So, there's no, so Patrick Mahomes is running around, like Joe said. And there's nowhere for him actually to go, and then he just 
Yeah, oh shit! I've got nowhere to go. I'm gonna have to take yeah, a sack. Yeah, stopping the escape lanes. Like yeah, they stuff. did. They did a lot of squeeze pass rush where they it, not, they weren't necessarily. They didn't. The design wasn't, and and the the goal wasn't necessarily to get a sack. It was more just to stop Mahomes from being able to have to break to get into the, the pocket. Exactly, yeah. and in that one situation. of Tony Romo's keys of game. Exactly. Failed in the first half. Was one of the keys of game. <laughs> Um, and yeah, but it was it was just really weird. I think there were a few decisions, like we said, that it's it's almost like it's built up from the the last few weeks where Pat Mahomes has gotten, you know, has made some outstanding plays with his legs. It's almost like he was still in that mindset. He's like, that's what I'm going to do. In well, these he's scenarios. always going to be like, if the play breaks down, try and escape the pocket and see if you can pull up a big. Sure, but the there there are times when you've just got to throw it away. I mean that that sack in and almost at the, was it the one of the last plays of the the sack when well, he sat and he fumbled and they just about recovered it. Yeah, yeah that exactly. was that was on you, the that last play of regular happen, season. Yeah. That can't regular happen. season. It's quite similar to their first game this season in like week ten or whatever it was because like a oh, first game between these two, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. this season because uh, I mean the Chiefs went up in the first half and then the I think they held. Pat Mahomes to 50 yards throwing in the second half or something mm. along those lines. I mean, his stats looked even worse this game in the second half. Um, yeah. I be, think... Be, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Sorry, no, that, I was just going to say that they were experienced with it before, so... Yeah. And that was, that was the thing. Like They've seen this before and they didn't they didn't adjust again. No. It's like They kept trying to do the same sort of things again and again. The Beng- Don't take anything away from the Bengals. They did a good job getting pressure while dropping another guy so they didn't have the... Yeah. underneath passes and the Bengals offense just coming alive completely Absolutely. yeah huge but I mean yeah. at some at some point you've got to question the play calling like maybe get under center a little bit and like give a downhill look at the very least so they exactly. can't drop that extra pass rusher straight away yeah. at the snap or like Joe was saying they were running the ball reasonably well get under center run just the ball a few times run it on second down when it's like second yeah exactly and, and, it, second and, two, and it opens yeah. and it opens pockets up for you in the passing game yeah. if you even just show the the ability to want to run the ball but staying the shotgun, never running it, it's like the Bengals were able to drop that extra guy. Yeah. Because yeah. straight the pocket, nowhere for Mahomes to go. And it's just, it was a, it was just a disaster in the second half of the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I completely agree. Um, is and just the um the takeaways were just very key, like key moments of the game. I mm. think where takeaway from I forget his name, but the substitute D lineman, who just like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Propped his hand up. And blew, blew up the screen, didn't he? Yeah, and, blew uh, up the screen. Um, big, big man inception. Love it. Yeah, and actually the Bengals got away with a few, like fumbles that recovered their way as well. From, yeah, that's uh, true. The likes of oh, I've forgotten his name. Picked him up during the season. We're gonna need a position or something. Uh, Melvin Gore, Melvin. Joe Mixon. No. Melvin. Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram. Yeah. Got you. There you go. I thought you were talking about a Bengals player. No. No. Chiefs. Got you. Yeah. Chiefs. Uh, Bengals were lucky though that they got away with a few like fumblers down the road. Oh, when yeah, you say yeah. picked him up during the season, I just assumed he made fantasy. Joe, <laughs> Joe picked someone up. No, he's always locked into fantasy. Well, I did win the fantasy. League. There we yeah, go. Yeah, we got him the fantasy league. Has to be said. Um, yeah. Very strange. I mean, my. I think this is one of the first times I've I've seen. And I don't want to put it all on Pat Mahomes because he has had a, he's had a great season and he's a fantastic player. But I, this was one of the first real occasions where I've thought a lot of ind- individual errors from him cost the Chiefs big in this game. It wasn't all on him, but there were some key moments where I think he made bad play decisions. Calling, play call, yeah, yeah, and it wasn't ideal. And Andy Reid, for all his plaudits, and he is a fantastic coach. Mm has had the same issues following throughout his career. And one of them is like clock management. And that yeah. that play call at the end of the first half, 
at, at some oh, point Mahomes yeah, has got to realise the yeah, throw, the, throw the ball away because he's never getting the end zone there yeah. and like the first read isn't there throw it away because what it was five seconds left on the clock or something yeah. like that Less, and maybe get three. The, like I, I don't mind the play called going for it but if no one's open immediately get rid of points. it yeah exactly so I mean that's a mixture of a bad play call where, the, where what because Tyreek Hill is never going to be like the third read on the play so that he's what five yards away from the end zone catching the ball yeah or something like that I mean and I get it it's difficult to when you're that close to the end zone to leave the points there or and, and you, know, you want to go for the touchdown and I don't, I don't hate that but you know those three points not being on the board you could have taken a chip shot field goal to end the half that ended up being a huge difference well that would have been that would have been the difference that if they got it. that yeah, yeah exactly because it, it also means the Bengals maybe don't take a field goal at some point they've got to go for a touchdown themselves exactly right time. I can't remember did it go to it yeah it went to overtime because yeah. um, Holmes threw the interception on third and long to great Tari. play by Jesse Bates big Jesse yeah, Bates, Jesse Bates. Any, anybody Plainers. looking to play DB and, and as a safety that is how you defend in that situation there. he didn't go for the interception himself he literally just put his hand in between Tyreek Hill's hands and mm. uh Disrupted the pass and made it was an easy interception for. I can't remember who actually got the pick in the end, but it was it was Jesse Bates Bates play. That's textbook how to play the ball in the air. Yeah, Jesse Bates has been sick this whole year as well. It's been like a big key player for their yeah. defense, really. Yeah, a key player that other than him is a pretty. Like, they've been solid, but then they're mm. not exactly got a whole lot of star names there. Trey Hendrickson has actually been a phenomenal. Yeah, something fantastic. about their system's been really good this year. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is, but they get they're getting production out of people like Eli Apple and stuff like Eli that. Eli Apple, yeah. elite trash talker on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> he's really good under yeah. skin. Did you see the offered um, Mikel yeah. Hardman and Tyreek Hill Super Bowl tickets no. that you should hit them up? Oh my god! <laughs> like literally, it must have been in the locker room. Did, you, did you hear? See that when um, Bengals kicker kicked the game winning field goal again he said he called oh, it beforehand I can't believe it we're going to go to Super Bowl did he do it again yeah I like <laughs> that too Will McPherson's got a good personality about him too fair and he's, he's got to do kicker. it next time if, oh, I can't believe it we're going to win the Super Bowl <laughs> do you imagine that would just be amazing yeah Um. the good thing is though coin flip team didn't win the overtime do we get to hear the end of that debate Phew. now is that going to thank God because if, if, if the Chiefs had scored on that, that opening possession we'd have, that would have been a fun off season wouldn't yeah, it yeah exactly I didn't we enjoyed the Josh Allen tweet of just pain after the, the Chiefs won that coin toss. <laughs> we were like, okay, well, it's going to happen again, isn't it? But um, yeah, yeah. see, you can you can succeed in overtime with a, with some good defensive plays. It's not all just about... Well, I think at that point, their defence had been so dominant in the second half that it felt like it wasn't really that much... I, I don't know, I felt like that wasn't that much of an advantage going into overtime. For me, yeah, and uh, I would just been if they'd got the ball again to start the second half, start overtime, scored yeah. on the first possession, um, and then Burrow and that Bengals offense have been so deserving of taking it to overtime. Yeah, didn't even touch the ball, but we don't, we don't have to hear it because defense does Phew. stuff. Can we just like get our heads around the fact that the Bengals are going to the freaking crazy? Super, right? I actually can't. It's, it's the day weird. later, and I'm still, <laughs> I still don't quite think it's real. And I mean, props yeah. to them, man. They've, they've, like I said, their defense has played above the sum of its parts all season. They've gotten phenomenal production defense out of loads been, like, of players. Statistically top five. Or yeah, man. I mean, like, t- like Jamar Chase looks. I mean, for all the controversy around that pick, you know, there were other needs. They could have gone O line there. Jamar Chase has been. Jamar Chase has been fantastic. And T Higgins was incredible as that's well. What I was that's say. They, they're. they're I mean, they've got to the Super Bowl without stars on defense, and their offense just being right. And leave either T. Higgins or Jamar Chase is one on one. Just throw it to one of them. Yeah. yeah, and then they've also got Joe Mixon, like 
who can mm, just yeah. gash you on the on, on the run, but also can provide in pass catching as well. So their offense is so high powered. If it wasn't just for their O line, the yeah. only thing that imagine if they had a creative play caller as well. Yeah, <laughs> but also can you imagine going against Aaron Donald? Yeah, especially who gets that right guard position. Their right guard got benched. Who he had like a twenty odd PFF grade. Well, you literally just move Aaron Donald to whoever's the weakest matchup. They 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 subbed the they subbed the right guard out, and the right guard replacement got a zero PFF grade. Ooh, that's that's tough. Pretty naughty. So yeah, Aaron Donald is good. I mean, to be fair, it doesn't look like it matters if you hit Joe Burrow. I mean, it might in five. It might. It might in five years. I mean. They may, they yeah. may, they may, like even if they win the Super Bowl, can you please invest in the O line at some point? Yeah, like after this, Super Bowl or not, just <laughs> let's get three guys. Just get yeah. Think about what the even the Colts managed to do as soon as they put up Quentin Nelson. Mm. Suddenly they went from one of the worst O lines in the league to like instantly one of the best. Even just having one or two yeah. like just B level, just solid. Talents. You don't even need superstars. Just get starter level players because yeah, yeah. they don't even have that right now. Yeah. Exactly. Just pick up a, some veteran free agents and just mm. draft a young good guy with like one of your early round picks. We should be positive about the Bengals though. Let's leave 100%. any O line talk until if they get absolutely ruined by yes. Aaron Donald and Co. Yes. For I now, just have for... a sneaking suspicion that may happen. <laughs> yeah, but we've said with the thing is it's been said every round the Titans got to Joe Burrow. But then we said, keep oh, Chris Jones is going to murk him. him. Can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> but they do. Fair play to him. I mean, like it's, it's interesting. It's one of the first times I think we've seen a Super Bowl team built this way. Like It's kind of like what the Browns did a few years ago where everyone was really high on the Browns because they got loads of skill position players and people like, the Browns have got a sick team and they just did nothing with the O-line and mm. Mayfield got pummeled and it turned out to be, I, I can't remember what, what their record was that season, but it wasn't great. There's two differences. Three, three. First of all, this um, um, Cincinnati team is a really good defense that we said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, at the very least, depending on some people think they're overrated. At the very least, they're very solid. Oh, yeah. Worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Two, they've got guys on the outside that can win one-on-ones consistently mm. and just jumble monsters. So you have to play too high against them. I think that's different as well. Yeah. And three, Joe, Joey Burrow is a much better... Oh, 100%. No, no, <laughs> not, no, no. O- not only on... But also just reading of the Decision game maker, than Baker Mayfield. talent, everything. I don't actually know if he does have a much better arm than Baker Mayfield, but from a reading of the game, absolutely. And I think it makes a big difference more when, accurate. when your outside receivers are... like I mean, because for the Browns that season, that, that was when they had Odell and Landry, I think, for the first year, right? When they, that was their, their one-two on at, at wideout. I think Neither of those two players are like throw it up in tight coverage on a corner and they're going to outmuscle someone like yeah. Odell Beckham can make outstanding catches and we'll talk about him a bit later because he's been fantastic for the Rams but there's a difference when your outside guy, guys are Higgins and Chase where it's like you can throw them 50-50 balls and they will come down with it and Taj Boyd as well mm. yeah he's a great so, slot dude yeah um, but there's a those 50-50 guys are the exact type of guys you need if your O-line can't hold up exactly. for a long period of time if, if you've got to throw a quick pass because your O-line's just leaking like a sieve, then, yeah, having a 50-50 ball winner makes it so much easier to be able to stay on the field. To be honest, as soon as you have one guy trying to mark Jamar Chase, it just basically tells you that he's open, so just throw it to him. Mm. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, the first half, Spags played a lot of too high stuff. And it, I don't know if they went away from it in the second half. I haven't been able to look at it yet. But 
those guys seem to be getting a lot more one-on-ones, especially yeah. T. Higgins. Yeah. Because they were like either playing T. one high. T. Higgins just basically every catch he made was a first down because he would just get such a monster the game all the time. Yeah. Mm. Because yeah. they kept like if they were double covering Chase, Chase they weren't playing too high. The they were. Yeah. yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's, it's a weird decision, but. Yeah. You got to give credit for hitting those balls still. Yeah. And hit, exactly. and he made some great catches. He did. Yes. Spags does have some interesting playoff decisions sometimes. Yeah. Where does it, this leave Kansas now then? Like if, because I mean, if you look at it, the Chiefs going into that game would have thought, like that's probably well. their ideal opponent based on the previous round of teams that they could have played. They yeah. were probably like Bengals is, we've, well, we've, we, we can match Bengals up really well. Steelers would have been like, well, they beat the Steelers, didn't they? Yeah. So it's like, if it, good. It's it's a it's a disappointing end to the season for Kansas City and a lot of questions about that second half. And yeah. it's not like they tried everything that just wasn't working out. I think that's going to be the thing that yeah. really gets to them in the off season, that they just kept sticking to the same game plan despite it not working out the whole like second half. It was because it's just their identity, right? It's just they throw the ball. They couldn't really change that it's hard to come out of that play calling when it's what you're used to all the time just basically but uh, is that not bad coaching at some level then that you don't have a plan B if that doesn't work well it's bad yeah. it's bad game recognition you can't well. be that stubborn to I be mean, three scores yeah. up and being like yeah let's just like, if it wasn't Andy Reid and it was another team that had had a pretty decent season and they got to a game their first thing was shut down and they didn't do anything else we were like well that's, that's bad they only had a plan A yeah yeah. Exactly. I mean, if if I'm the Chiefs, I am investing either in free agency or through the draft. I'm putting a pick into getting a a, a bell cow running back, and I'm gonna I'm making a point of next season, trying to lean on that a lot more in those sort of situations. You might already have it with McKinnon, by the way. He's been playing. They both. They they're both. They, they've both been good. I mean, it's, it's not a, a knock on their talent, but I just almost think like they they don't they don't have that mindset. Set. He was averaging seven or eight yards yeah. that game. To be fair, yeah. like every time, and they were running a few plays that they were have. They had two pullers, like playing some power football. Yeah. And when they did it, they like Joe said, they were running the ball successfully. So they just yeah, and didn't do it consistently go down enough. On first contact as well. He carried them for like three or four yards. Edward Zeller had yeah. a good game on the ground as well when he was given the ball. It's, it's, it, I think at some level that's play calling. It's like the Philadelphia Eagles not giving the ball to Miles Sanders when he for the like first half of the season. Yards. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, we can actually run the ball. We're good this at is, this. This is the but thing. Look yeah. at the look at the O linemen they went and get. Like those are big power guys. Yeah, use yeah. them, man. Use them. And and like like I said, I think you're 100 percent right. Like McKinnon had a great game. I think Ed, Edward Solera has been decent this season as well. But my my gut feeling is that they don't think that those guys are the guys. And that's that's the only way I can I can justify in my head why they decided to go away from it. Because if it's working that well, it must only be because you think. Nah, that you know, I think it's just how Andy Reid wants to play football games. Potentially, yeah. yeah. it's like he wants to score lots of touchdowns. Yeah. All right. Shall we move? On? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jay. No, that's it. All right. Shall we move on to the other game? Let's do it. Yeah. Congrats, Bengals. Sean McVay finally conquers his mentor and his foe. Like it's like oh, when um, Palpatine. It's like it's like <laughs> when Anakin fi- finally got over one, but it's because he gave up and. Oh. Kyle Shanahan on fourth down was like, no, nah, I can't do it. Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm, I'm done. Seeps. But <laughs> this game, Joe? What a weird analogy. But yeah, <laughs> um, this game, what can I say about this game? This was a bit of a weird, wacky one, wasn't it, really? Um, 
another strange one. I felt like it got really spicy towards the end. Just, well, pretty much like both of these games. I mean, if you weren't entertained by this set of playoffs fixtures this year, I don't know what you would be entertained by, to be There's honest. There have been some great no, games. The last two weekends have been yeah, phenomenal. Insane. No, I don't um, think anything's going to match the sheer like sort of firepower of Mahomes against Allen yeah. last week. But these two games, again, but like right down to the wire. I, I honestly, I think if you look at the conflicting seasons in terms of regular season and postseason, Matthew Stafford, in terms of he led the league in touchdowns, yes, in the regular season, but he also led like was close to the league leader in interceptions as well. Was it? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he did. He was, but. Basically, just completely flipped the script at this point. I mean, he did have, I think, one unlucky interception during the game. There was like one a... unlucky... Mm, unlucky interception is a little bit behind him. Good play by the defender. But then there was also one just completely Googly. dropped interception mm. as well. Yeah. Oh, the tart one. Yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. big games out of Cooper Cup, big games out of Odell Beckham. Yeah. And then when you've got two guys like that who can provide you with over 100 yards a game, then things just open up for other people and yeah. you end up with Matthew Stafford looking like a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, Cup basically caught every, it seemed to be every third down they went to Cup including both of his touchdowns yeah. came came up. Like, he'd just been yeah. so good this year. It's, it's crazy, man. Unbelievable. Like, he wasn't, he was good before but he was, Cooper like, no Cup one was ever putting like, him in like a top five receiver. He reminds me of like Julian Edelman when he got into like those playoff runs and he'd like just be really scrappy and just get like 100 he's, yard games out yeah, of he's, he's a better just physical specimen than it like he's, he's mm. six foot two it surprises me every time i hear yeah Cooper i always think he's shorter but he's, he's not um yeah that is surprising but just looking at the difference between matt stafford and jimmy garoppolo it was night and fucking day like it literally exemplifies why the rams made that trade to go yeah. out and get a guy that can, yeah. can make a play for you when it comes down to it i think this this has to be the end of jimmy g and what if they made the Super Bowl? But they've had, they would have had to stick with him, right? Yeah, they won the Super if they, Bowl. Well, yeah. if they made the Super Bowl, no, you wouldn't. Uh, to be fair, I think you, I think Slew's right. I think that's a hard, it's a hard sell to be like, okay, if they won us. the Super Bowl because the the special teams beat the Packers and then their defense beat the fucking uh, Rams, then they, it doesn't. I mean, but just because they it's made difficult it's difficult to bench a Super Jimmy Bowl G. Exactly, it'd be, right? it's such a ballsy move. It's to like, ju- even like, if it's justified, even, even if, if it's justified, like you. But it's if, not if, even like his playoff performances have been that good. He's no. had more interceptions than he has. No, but the, the issue is, if a guy gets you to the Super Bowl and you bin him off, and then that doesn't work out for you instantly, you you are putting your head on the chopping block by getting rid of him at that point. If you're Carl Shanahan, I yeah, think Carl Shanahan's putting his head on the chopping block, mate. To be I don't know. Or him and by saying like, "Oh, I trust this younger QB than I trust this guy." We clearly don't trust him. Otherwise, you would have played him. Yeah, the Trey Lance situation is going to be interesting this season. I, mean, yeah. I think they're going to go from anyway. I, I agree that I would rather have Trey Lance than Jimmy Garoppolo. I would rather have Trey. But Lance the point, the point is, it, it's a difficult call to make to then have yeah. to back that and be like, they're "Yeah, I'm going to get rid of the Super Bowl MVP." Jimmy G's been doing this for seven years. Like he should be. Oh, yeah, that's making not... significantly less mistakes right now. That's not the yeah. yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying you put yourself in a difficult situation by getting rid of a guy that took you to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Big just call. in the eyes of the ownership and fans and stuff like that. Can I just reiterate as well that Aaron Donald's just going to eat the shit out of the Bengals' O line? 
Like he's just oh, getting yeah, hundred percent. It's gonna be scary. Could and be also, good. I forget that I keep fucking forgetting that Von Miller's on this Rams team. Yeah. And then he just comes up with a strip sack, and I'm like, oh my god, Von Miller looks like fully healthy. Yeah, now. it's because I keep dropping him into coverage rather than pass rushing with him. How is this Rams team so good? Oh yeah, they I don't have it. a first round pick until until 2020. I kind of love that though, to be honest. I think they've been so aggressive for the last like two, three years in building they've this team. They've just been like, fuck it, we don't need to pick people in the first round. Yeah, got I mean, superstars on us. And do you know what it is? All those superstars balled out this week. Yeah, like yeah, literally, exactly. literally, their tactic is like, right, we're going to get some Super Bowls the, the young guys have to step up and do their little bit, but our team's going to be carried by these superstars. And yeah. they and they did it. Exactly. Yeah. Vindication. Absolutely. And also, vindication. it just helps not being limited by Jared Goff as well. Just Matt Stafford, you can really, like... If you're in a pickle, I trust Matt Stafford. To yeah. Me out of pickle. How annoyed do you reckon Shanahan is looking across the field and thinking, I thought we had traded for you? And then... Yeah, yeah that's true, actually. That's, that's true. very true. I also think... Just in general, I'm fucking happy as shit that Matt Stafford got. I was going to say, Bowl, yeah, he Spending it, so long with the Lions and being like, having basically, what was it, no playoff wins his whole career? No playoff Lions. wins. First one playoff, playoff game? Two playoff games. I think they maybe had two double-digit two. Wins, two double-digit seasons, maybe one playoff game. They got robbed by the Cowboys in that one. Gobbled. Yeah. Gobbled goop. Well, no, it was a close game. They, they got robbed by the referee on a, like, a nonsense play, play, pass interference call. But yeah. Pass interference call. Uh, yes, but I'm very happy that Matt Stafford gets to be yeah. in the Super Bowl. He has as many NFC championships as Aaron Rodgers does now. Boom. Now that's a stat. <laughs> How about that for a tidbit, Joe? That's pretty mad. That's a good tidbit. That's crazy. But yeah, he definitely deserves it. I mean, I mean, to be fair to Detroit, I mean, Stafford's going to be the Super Bowl. Eminem's going to be there. It's kind of like Detroit's there. Kind of, kind of like Detroit's there. Yeah, they can sort yeah. Of take They're some. not though. Eight but it's, it's kind of like miles away from it. But they're eight miles away. Eight. eight. That was nice. Nice. Good stuff. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 it's going to be interesting. I can't look past the round rounds for the actual Super Bowl itself. I mean, we'll get into that in. We couldn't look past the Chiefs. Yeah. We do we'll cover that another week. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I'm blind. We, yeah, we do have two full weeks now between yeah, now and the Super Bowl. There's plenty of time to do a Pro Bowl episode. We won't. We won't. We're stupid. not going to do a Pro Bowl episode. Should we just do something that isn't football related at all for the Pro Bowl? Like just a cooking in, episode. In it's international break. We do some international break stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll do an international break of. Well, we'll go on holiday. Cooking videos. Holiday would be really nice. Yeah, Joe, why don't, why don't you do a Super Bowl recipe video? Yes. <gasps> Joe's hot wings. Yeah, my hot wings. That's you don't have any hot wings, but you could make you could invent some I, hot wings. No, I know how to do hot wings, a special Joe no, but, kind of hot wings. Oh, wasn't it a Joe hot wing? I won't tell you until we do the cooking episode. Joe, the cooking episode, knowing us, is never going to happen. Can you tell us what the Joe episode... The, well, the secret oh, is... Give us, a, give, us a, give us a hint in case it does happen. Baking powder. Wow. Isn't that just on every hot wings? You know what? I didn't know Love that, that secret. But yeah, okay. I mean, I cook mostly pasta, man. You break it. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I, 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 I did go with the 49ers for the, the game against the Rams. I was... What the hell did you just throw it in? Just keep going. Just keep going. Um, mostly because I thought the Rams had a better roster and better talent level, but I sort of thought that they were going to shit the bed based on the performance the week before yeah um, and yeah to be fair to them they, they, they almost did they, they they tried and I think Karen Shanahan sometimes somewhat had McVeigh's number but mm. I yeah. think that that's the benefit of then having an Matt Stafford yeah. that like okay when the plays aren't quite working he can go above and beyond and do a little and bit like be, be a playmaker rather than just 
Gunslinger. Gunslinger. Yeah. And like he's gonna have turnovers like Joe said he did during the regular season, but he's also gonna have those special moments and it's you're not you're not gonna win as many Super Bowls with a guy that doesn't elevate the team with yeah. those special moments. Like you got you gotta take those turnovers with what he can give you on the other side. Exactly. Of it. When it's playoff yeah, football, true. you need some magic moments and big in big big parts of the game. And the and the other th- side is it's not like Jimmy Garoppolo is just a safe guy that no, that, he'll, that he'll, does that. He he has his own turnover moments. I mean, and the one time he got to create outside the pocket, he he just threw it straight at Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll fling the food to the other team. No questions asked, mate. I just have a lot of things or just overthrows or just hitting the floor with Jimmy G. I just feel like his accuracy hasn't developed, has it really? Yeah, it's just touch on the like, mid to long like range. He's fantastic in that sort of intermediate range in the middle of the field like mm. just behind the linebackers oh, where Kyle yeah, just that Debo Samuel can that get open shelf. like as long as he's wide open yeah. it's just like the area Kyle Shanahan mm-hmm. loves to attack and he can hit there all day long but yeah. it's the rest of it the rest of the field is, is difficult for him but that <laughs> that like square patch is perfect unless they run cover one and just he just gets robbed all the time by dropping linebackers well that'll happen no, it happens that, that will happen if you only attack one square of the field <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think um it's it's going to be an interesting matchup, but but we'll save all those matchup juicy gossip bits and tidbits for next for time. The I think that episode. for the cooking episode, Joe, are you going to use like analogies of food for the for the Super Bowl matchup? Yeah, it's really heating up. Matt Stafford's arm is a piece of cake. And on that note, it's the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Check out our social medias at the Drop Bag on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter thedropback.com for articles and more. We'll probably have some previews up on there, I'm guessing. Hell yeah. Again, thank you for listening. I've been Sam. I've been Matt. And I've been Joe. And until next time. Later. Bye. The Dropback with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns-Peak, Joe Costanzo and Sam Wilson.